You're ready to go. Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Oh, good morning again, everybody, and welcome to the show. It's the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. It's Wayne. It's Dave. It is almost New Year's Eve. Almost. The last show, the last show of 2023, and because of that, we have a extra special segment today. We're okay. going to start actually start the show off with it. Oh, okay. You know, normally in the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football League, we do the the uh, let's see how do we how do I explain this? We have a a first pick lottery. Ah, so the last six teams that don't make the playoffs, and this is one of those things you can include in your league yeah, next year to make it fun. fun. Yeah, it's different. So instead of just giving the person who finishes last the first pick overall, we kind of do like what the NBA does, which we, is we have a lottery, but ours is a legit we tr- lottery. We, we try to avoid the. Tanking for Tua. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We um we have a legit lottery though, not some some lottery that everything's done in the back room and then we come out and oh my gosh, this is hey, was the random. Why, thing. why are some of these balls cold? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Remember the frozen envelope one? Yeah, for the, or, so that the New York Knicks could get Patrick Ewing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's still a theory. It's yeah, like okay, yeah. well you know you, you can't. You can't, you have to have some sense of this isn't on the up and up when they do everything behind the closed right. doors. When they could just do it like the lottery does. Yeah. Sure. The lottery has cameras above to yeah. the side. They got cameras everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, we're going we're going to do that today because normally we would be doing oh, it just at, out of curiosity. Where are our cameras at? Where we have no cameras here. Oh, okay. I, I was I was trying to get my good side. But we're, we're we're doing yeah, okay, Ariana. <laughs> So we we would normally be doing this Monday at Monday Night Football. Oh. But since, you know, they went and decided to put New Year's Day on Monday. What a dumb thing to do. I know. There's going to be a Monday Night Football this week. Yeah. So uh, we are going to do it live. We'll do it live on the air today. That's going to be interesting. All right. I've never done this before. Okay. I know. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for letting me know this. Wayne's never been in the first pick lottery before. In fact, he didn't even know he was playing anymore. I, yeah. Has been putting in a lineup, and he's in the freaking finals for the most balls in the lottery. Well, when you don't pay attention, sometimes you're better off. <laughs> God. It, you should be disqualified just for that. Anyways, check out the website, cffpodcast.com. Everything we talk about, well, I mean, the lottery stuff won't be up there. I'll send that email out to everybody after yes. the show. Yes. Uh, it's up there. Uh, I've updated the bold predictions. Um, haven't updated the rest of the rainbow bets because technically they're not over yet. How, how did the? How, by the way, how did the bold predictions turn out? Well, well, should we take a look how, at that how, right away? How, I'm just curious. I how mean, far ahead you I, are? I'm sure I didn't do well at all. I'm, I'm sure, sure that... I didn't do well at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give James a little fodder for his. <laughs> all right, female. so I'm still minus two. You're plus three. Okay. So that's not, not bad. That's not bad. So you've had three 
one, two, three, four, five, six bold predictions that have been correct. Oh, that's not bad. One, two, three that have been wrong. Okay. On the other hand, I have two right right now and uh, four wrong. Okay. <clears throat> With a few to go. few to go. I still have a chance to, uh, I could break even. Oh, there's no way Kenneth Walker's a top five fantasy running <laughs> You might as well just put that in a lost column right <laughs> you now. Think so. <laughs> now, 3,200 yards for, I mean, Jordan Love's not that far away. No, he, well, he's got the 3,200 yards. He's, I think oh. he's number 12 right now. Oh, okay. Well, it did, because um, I know I know I'm going to lose one because Russell Wilson's no longer going to finish in the, because he was right there. I'm like, yeah, I, I think so. I took that one off. Ah. He finished, right now he's in 18th. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. He really shit the bed the last few weeks. Yeah, so yeah, and that's that's uh, as they say. There's a tease for some news and notes coming up. Well, he's he's one of my don't starts. Is he? No, <laughs> <laughs> didn't even bother. Well, if you're not playing, I think you should be smart enough oh, not to play. Oh man, we have we have our bets coming up. We have a fantasy girl coming up, like we always do. Uh, but but first, like I said, we're going to start with the first pick lottery. All right. All right. So we have to. We're gonna have to, actually. We're gonna have to do this drawing twice. Okay. Because, like I said, we we have the finals going. So that's gonna depending on uh, which team wins, uh, they'll get an extra ball. Got it. So we're gonna draw it as if the first one. We're gonna draw as if you win the lottery. Oh, that's never gonna happen. The second one will be is as if you lose this game and okay. and the other team wins. That makes more, sense. Which is more likely. All right. So what we have here. Let me set the scene. Okay. There is a nondescript bag with ping pong balls in it. Green bag, nylon. Yes. Uh, each team, depending on how they finish in the ping pong lottery playoffs. Oh. That's the bag. Okay. Uh, gets gets a ball. So I finished. Uh, basically, I, I lost my first playoff game. So I, I have one ball. Okay. The La Crescent Hogs or the new team. Okay. Oh. Has two balls. So this is kept. Yep. Okay. I'll have to let him know that he should listen to this because <laughs> find out where he picks. Yeah. Uh, we have the Imperial Senate. They will have three balls. Okay. The Manassas Asses, the team that actually did not win a game this year at all, they have four balls. Okay. So see, even if you tank for two, you don't get the, the best chance at winning. Yeah, that's true. You actually have to win. And then this one will be as if um, the Roswell Violators lose this game. Okay. They'll have five balls and you have six balls. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to reach in. Okay. You're going to grab a ball. And you're going to tell me what color it is. Is is this set up correctly for this draw? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Shaking the balls. That's the ball. Shaking his ball bag. <laughs> That's right. It's a family show, everybody. It's not easy with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> the first pick in the 2024 Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Draft will go to this is the first pick. This is the first pick. Okay. I'm gonna take this one right here. It's uh, is there a star on it? Star. No, no, a big. No, that's okay. Oh. So it's orange. So that's the Imperial Senate. Okay, that's okay. So now you're gonna draw. There might be more orange balls coming out. So, so you know it's not going back in. Dropping it in the bucket. <laughs> the second pick will be this one right here. I got a cord or something. I got the other thing. What color is that? Green. Green. That's me. Oh, there you go. One ball. Are you sure it's green, not blue? That's green. All right, that's me. He couldn't believe it. It's like, I can't believe it. That's me. All right, I need you to win this game this weekend. Okay. 
Could the third it. pick in the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Draft will go to. Is that white? That's yellow. Oh, yellow? Yeah. Uh, the Roswell Violators. Okay. See, and, and note, I have not repeated colors. I don't I do not do that. So. Well, I know. You're, you're pretty good so far. <laughs> good. It's going to happen soon. Yeah, well, it's going to have to the happen. The fourth pick will go to. This one right here. Nope. What is that? White. White is the new team. LaCrescent and Hogs are the new team. That would be Kip. Yep. Okay. The fifth pick will go to. Can I do five in a row without duplicating? No, I got a green, right? Didn't I? Uh, yep, got green again. Well, that can't be green. It is green. And the other one was green, too, because there should only be one of those. Oh, no, see, one's blue. No, they're both the same color. Those are both green. Give me those balls. Oh, they are both green. Yes. Okay, so okay, so that means... That can't be right. Uh, let, let's let's check what we got here. I got three blue ones. Three blue ones. All right, there should be. I got five green ones. I got five green. Oh, uh, I got one, two. I got four orange. Okay, hang on. And one, the orange one has the big star on it. Okay, that should be. Yeah. Okay. So that should be okay. So we we're gonna keep picking, okay. and then what we'll do is I I just have these numbers wrong. Okay. Okay. So okay, I don't I don't need orange green. I don't need. So I'm just gonna throw all those in the bucket. Right. Okay. Okay. So I'm looking for blue, and is that it? I got another white. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I got another white. Okay. <laughs> Apparently all the white ones were done in the corner together. I got a blue. Okay, blue. So that's the fifth pick. Actually, we gotta get the teams right because all uh, oh, the teams don't associate with So actually colors. when we're done when we're done with this drawing, we're going to take a pause. Okay. Because I need to get the teams correct. Get the team to the right ball. Okay. Yes. Got it. Got okay. it. Okay. And then the final pick is going would be so it's the one called. with the star. Oh, uh, okay. So I think I already pulled that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was an orange one. Okay. So now put all the balls back in. Open them all. And we're going to do this one more time. Okay. I know this is very exciting for the listeners on there, but we have to make this on the up and up. Well, Jim, Jim's, Jim Jam's getting the fun out of this. Is he? Why? Oh, he just he, he doesn't care. He just listens, likes to listen to us talk. <laughs> he doesn't care what we're saying. Okay. So what am I doing now? Now you're going to start all over. Okay. Same, same now, deal. This will be as if the Roswell Violators win. Okay. So, okay. same deal. Same before. deal. Just tell me the color. Okay. Green? Green. All right. Oh, green again. This time I'm going to pick all the same colors, apparently. Blue. All right. Blue is. Number two. Okay. Hang on. This will actually be the Imperial Senate. So the okay. first first pick will be the Roswell Violators. Okay. Second pick will be the Imperial Senate. White. Is the third one. So that'd be the Shopier Snappers. Okay. Yellow. That's the new team or the La Crescent Hogs. Okay. I lost track of what colors I got now. Blue. Uh, did I do blue already? I already did blue. 
Yes. Okay. Blue. Okay. Oh. I know what Santa Claus feels like. Uh-huh. Orange? Orange is the Manassas Asses. Okay. So that means I get the fifth, the, the sixth pick. Yellow is the next one. No, you're done. Oh. Fine. Make me stop when I'm just <laughs> I'm just starting to hit my stride. All right, so we are not going to pause the show. I will get the the first ones up to the correct teams. Okay, I just had them backwards, so okay, I just got to figure this out. So okay, do the right. math. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a math problem. All right, that's it. Which means we can move on with the show. Okay, and that means it's time for our listener email. Okay, and if you have questions, comments, concerns, you can email them to us, CFF Podcast at hotmail dot com on the Mission Barbecue email, or you can use the Mountain Dew Spark fan line, like like Jim Jam always does, <laughs> 414-520-8249. And the question for, from him goes like this. Question for your podcast. Hi, Dave and Wayne. Unfortunately, I don't have any clever salutations this time for Dave that can that Wayne can take credit for. <laughs> I used them all up, for, for uh, but we'll try harder in 2024. Okay. As long as he's okay. trying harder. All right. Anyways. What is your biggest and boldest prediction for the NFL in 2024 and why? Also, what is your New Year's resolution and any new features to the podcast in 2024? Thanks for the great podcast, and I wish you your best in 2024. Jim Jam from the West Side. All right. Start with the bold predictions? Let's start with the bold predictions. Or you want to start with your New Year's resolution? That's simpler, isn't it? Well, since I don't make one, it's really simple. <laughs> my, my New Year's resolution, I really have to lose weight. Yes, yeah, I, I try and do this a couple times for New Year's and it doesn't work, but I, I have to. I have to get, I, I'm, I'm getting big. <laughs> That's not good. Offensive line big? Offensive line big. All right. All you right. know, when, when, when I look at the, <clears throat> we watch the, we're watching that power slap. Have you ever watched that? Oh, where they knock, try to knock each other out with a yeah, slap? With a slap? Yeah. So. They have a new a new size this year, and it's called super heavyweight. Okay, and that's anybody over two sixty five. Like I'm three hundred. That means I would be in the super heavyweight category, oh. and I don't look like these super heavyweight guys. Some of those that are like three seventeen, but they're and ripped. Yeah, yeah but they're not ripped. They're like just big blobs oh. of fat. Okay, like now I don't look like that. I don't think, but th- these are huge, huge boys. Yeah. And when when the heavyweights are two sixty, I'm thinking I don't look that big either. But how are they only two sixty? Yeah, that's a good question. I thought muscle was heavier than fat. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's denser. So, anyways, that's that's I have to lose weight. Huh. That's my New Year's resolution. Okay, and I, I once I got to fifty, that's <clears throat> like what's the point? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm either going to do it or I'm not. I'm over the hill anyway. Yeah. Assuming I'm living to 100. Exactly. So, anyways, for bold predictions for 2024. So, I'm sure Jim is aware of this. But if, if he's been listening to the show, which he has been, I mean, he could kind of see that we've been quietly making predictions for the next year during the, the news and notes segments in most of the shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that said, I went back and I've lassoed together. Oh, there you go. Some of the predictions that I've I've hinted at through the years that, and I know you have yours ready to go. Mm-hmm. Now, two of I have I have five of them. Okay, let me know. One, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine, 
eight, nine, ten. I got eleven. Okay. Well, yeah. Two of mine. I mean, I, th- I think are, they're obvious predictions that everyone truly kind of believes. But you know, okay. I'm gonna put them out there anyway because I've been saying them for a while. Okay. I have a fun prediction. You know, not much to do with football. It's just a fun little prediction. And then I have a common sense prediction that I call, you know, the tiger don't change his stripes prediction. (laughs) And then I have one bold prediction. Okay. Okay. If you start with the obvious ones. Yeah, let's say the, because I think we we kind of agreed on the bold one because we're, we both have variations on a theme. On the fun one. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a fun one? Let's start with the fun one then. Oh, okay. Let's do that. My fun one is uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are going to be broken up before training camp starts. And and I have them actually getting engaged <laughs> and then breaking up. And then Taylor Swift getting three songs out of that relationship. Yeah, the one for dating, one for the engagement. Yeah. And the one for the breakup. One for the breakup, got to And the one for the breakup is going to make millions. Yes. There yes. Uh, let's move on to the obvious ones. For me, at least. Okay. My first one, Jim Harbaugh is going to be the coach of the L.A. Chargers. We both have that one. You have that one, too? Yes, we do. We do. Okay. Somebody has to be in. An, okay, well, go ahead. I'll, I'll, uh, I won't weigh in. No, go ahead. No, no. I, I, as I mean, go- I just think that it, it, it makes the most sense. He's from the West Coast. Yes. He's, he would have like, Justin like Herbert. He, he's been doing Michigan for a number of years now. Yeah. And he probably time to get out of the, out of the winter. Yeah. He's going to pull a Pete Carroll. Yeah. He, he's going to have all these uh, sanctions come down on him. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, I'm going to get, gonna get up while getting's good. Yeah. Uh, my, my second one, Drake may will be the number one overall selection in the NFL draft. I also have that. Are you no, Drake, Drake may? I, I feel like Drake may is a better quarterback. Oh yeah. Than, than uh, Caleb Williams. And I would have been the Caleb Williams, Williams thing, but like we said during the show, the painted fingernails, yeah. the over-emotional crying on mommy's shoulder, yeah, that's not going to go over in the NFL. He's, he's too much of a mommy's boy. I don't... I, yeah. Um, now, did they play their bowl game yet? They did. They... they did, I think they won. Okay. He didn't play, though. Oh, he didn't play. Okay. No, no. He's getting ready for the draft. Oh, well. Yeah. Got to get the nail color right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, well, I and I do, I I do have something to go along with that. All right, go ahead. I do have the Bears trading out of the number one pick overall, keeping Justin Herbert or uh, Justin Fields, and trading out of the number one pick overall, which I think elevates the Drake May situation because whoever's trading up into there is probably going to trade up to get. I I still believe to get Drake May, not to get Caleb Williams. Okay, so that kind of goes. Uh, okay, we and I'm telling you right now, we didn't talk about this beforehand. This kind of goes. This is my Tiger Don't Change His Stripes. Okay. I have the Bears will continue to be the Bears as they trade away the number one overall pick after deciding to keep Justin Fields as their franchise quarterback. There you go. Yes. Huh. So we're on the same page. So our our draft when we do our draft, yeah, should be interesting because okay. we're both we're both in the same wavelength on that. Okay, now my bold prediction. Okay. Or you keep going because you have a bunch left. Wait till you get to your last one. Um okay. I have um well I'm gonna I'm gonna go right to the to play to playoffs next year. I have the Super Bowl next year. Dolphins over the Eagles. Really? In the Super Already, Bowl next huh? year. Yes. I have um well, here's one you're not gonna like. Okay. I have Aaron Rodgers returning at quarterback for the New York Jets. They start out guns a blazing. 
but they fall short of the playoffs. He comes back to the ground. He starts to act his age. They don't make the playoffs. Bold prediction. Yes. God, you, you Aaron Rodgers haters. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not done of Aaron Rodgers. Said, said he's going to start out good. I just, okay. yeah, I okay. just believe age will catch up with him, or an injury is going to, you know. Okay. Um, C.J. Stroud will lead the league in passing next year. I know it's hard to say an Ohio State. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. Mm. It's a bold prediction. No, it's, no, I, I know it's a bold prediction. I'm just kind of going off of the whole sophomore slump, and he is from Ohio State. That well, that's that's what gave me pause. Uh, what makes it bold? That's what makes it bold. Okay. It's like okay, so he's the like I say, he's the outlier. He's the guy that proves that all Ohio State quarterbacks suck because he's one that actually is okay. Um, we we did the coaching thing. I got one more. I got Bill Belichick returning to coach in New England next year. Okay. Chance to take a quarterback in the top, whatever they're going to be, top five pick, whatever. Yeah, do you think they're going to do a quarterback? Oh, I think I don't think they have a choice. Mac Jones is done. Yeah, but do they do a quarterback or do they wait and get a quarterback later? No, I think he's going to try to I sign think, a free agent. I think he's going to try to resurrect the Tom Brady thing. <clears throat> okay. Get a, get a young quarterback. I think they'll – I honestly believe that New England could wind up with Drake May, which would be awesome for them. But – Yeah, that'd be sweet. That I mean, that would be interesting. But, um, yeah, I think Belichick tries it one more time with a new quarterback, and then he calls it quits because okay. he screws it up because they get the wrong quarterback, <laughs> and they, you know, they burn him down like they do everybody else. Right. Um, I have the Detroit Lions finishing 2024 with the NFL's best record. Okay. Not winning the Super Bowl, but finishing His with best the best record. regular season record. Um, Stetson Bennett will be the starting quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams next year. Okay. I th- I thought that too. Yeah. Matthew Stafford done. Yeah. Stafford doesn't seem. Well, he's there. old. Yeah. And he's always hurt. Always got an injury. So, yeah, I got Stetson Bennett coming off the bleachers. To- All right. We're, we're kind of on the same page here. Okay. All right. You go. No, that was that was my bold one. I think Stetson Bennett is going oh. to replace Matthew Stafford. Okay. Yep. Okay. I, I believe that. All right. Any final ones for you? No, that's so after we get this year's bold predictions figured out, yep. We'll we'll get these up there for you. Oh, I, I want to predict that there's gonna be a there's gonna be an NFL team in Las Vegas before the end of next year. <laughs> You're hoping? Yeah, not the Raiders, but a, a real NFL team. Just, you know. That's really bold. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I have I have one more. This is my boldest of bold predictions. Okay, all right. I believe that the the, the NFL is tied to who? The USFL, the XFL, the... Yes, all three. Oh, they are tied to all three? Mm-hmm. I believe the NFL is going to start a rival league to college football. Really? They're going to put it so kids don't have to go to college. They can come out and play football immediately. So kind of like uh, the baseball's minor leagues. Yeah. They're going to start their own league like that and build their own prospects. That's one thing the NFL hasn't done yet. Will they call it flag flag football? Well, probably. (laughs) Probably. At some point. I I believe the quarterbacks have to wear dresses. They'll call them kilts, (laughs) but they're dresses. So... (laughs) 
No, I, I I think that could actually happen. I think the the NFL, the way the the, the way the NIL and all this stuff is going, right? You know, kids are going to college to get paid. They're not going to college to learn anymore. Well, not not that athletes ever were, but yes, they is smart. Yeah, they is. <laughs> but I think yeah, I could see the NFL doing that. All right, there you go. The bold predictions for twenty twenty four from us, which means it's time for this. attention i've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story and you want horrifying (laughs) we have it for you another week another injury for trevor lawrence he exited last sunday's game with a shoulder injury he was hurt early in the game on a tackle and the injury came to the forefront a little later on while he was trying to throw the ball this caused everyone to speculate that it it might be a rotator type cuff injury Rotator cuff type injury. Either way, either way it works. One of them. At best, a rotator contusion, which would mean zero to one weeks missed. Mm. At worst, rotator cuff labrum tear, which would be more serious and could result in surgery. Well, the latest news is Trevor Lawrence will not play this weekend. So if you aren't they eliminated already? Jacksonville? No. Oh, really? Well, they can still win their division. Oh, that's right. They're in the shittiest division in football. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. So if you are planning for your championship game to have Trevor Lawrence as your starting quarterback. If you have Trevor Lawrence as your starting quarterback, you're not in your championship <laughs> game. Let's face facts. Best thing again, people. <laughs> Bears tight end Cole Komet entered game last week running, uh, nursing a groin injury, but was uh, forced to exit a game with the knee injury. So he's got the groin and a Nino. Well, it, it just migrated. It just went south. Yeah, exactly. A little bit. Just traveled like a blood clot. <laughs> exactly. No word as to whether or not the two injuries are related. The head coach said after the game that his knee injury looks positive, which leaves the door open for his return this week. Wait a minute. His, his knee injury, is they're positive he has a knee injury? Or yeah. <laughs> the well, prognosis of his well, knee injury is positive? We are Chicago. <laughs> We're pretty positive he's hurt. Yeah, that's good, right? <laughs> Dolphins wide receiver Jalen Waddle is done for at least this week. Yeah, it uh, killed me. I lost. I lost Waddle and um, Addison last week. I'm in oh. the championship, but two of my st- starting receivers oh, are. That's not good. Gone. Yeah, uh, he suffered a high ankle sprain, and as you know, high ankle sprains usually re- result in three weeks absence yeah. at the at the best. And a, another Dolphin you are likely not going to see in the fantasy fantasy championship game this week. Raheem Mostert oh. injured his knee, uh, and unfortunately, he's no no stranger to knee injuries, seeing as how they've derailed most of his career so far. Well, uh, let me just ask this: like, if this was college football, the Vikings wouldn't be able to make the playoffs, right? <laughs> because they would be because they had a hurt guy. So it's like, oh, he, yeah, he can't be in the playoffs. Well, no, no, that's not how it works. It's not. It's not like the NFL. Or it's not no, like college. No. College football. It's not about your record. It's about getting the best four teams. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they say, right? That's what it's about. Yeah, four okay. best teams. Right, okay. And f- once Florida State lost their starting quarterback, due to the fact that they had the 56th um, toughest record in in the, in the college football out of 132 teams, they not, were not one of the four best teams. Not buying it. 
That's the way it is. Yeah. We'll talk about this during the, the, the Sweet 16 and the Final Four and March Madness. Oh, well, Let, college basketball. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I, I said there should have been a bowl prediction, too. In fact, I would have put it in there as one. Go ahead. So not, I'm helping you out. <laughs> it, it does, it's not an NFL bowl prediction, though. The college football thing, now that they're going to 12 teams, yeah. is going to be a sham. Oh, sure. Because it's not going to be the 12 best teams. They already have it set up. They're, they're, going, to have, they're going to have one or two of the yeah. wannabes yes. so they can get their asses kicked. And then they're going to have all the teams. This, this just allows them to get more of the Alabamas, Auburns, Georgias, Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah, but I think they've already talked about how it's going to be. We're going to take all the, the, the oh, conference champions. champions. Okay. Like, well, they're not the best teams. Not necessarily, no. The Sunbelt champion is not better than true. the second or third place, even Big Ten team. Yeah, it's true. So this is already their whole thing. They go, oh, we need to get the best teams in there. Well, you're not getting the best teams right. in there. You're, you're not looking for the best teams. Which you're is looking the same for, with March Madness. You're looking for teams that, yeah, you're looking for teams that won their conferences. Like, and if they're in an inferior conference, it's, it's like in the NFL. Yeah. I don't know why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win a, a, and host a game. When they're they going to be suck. below 500. Yeah, they, they're terrible. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Uh, there's a little, there you little, go. little diversion for you. Yeah, get off our lawns right now. <laughs> so uh, somebody else you want to, like you already talked about, you're going to be without is uh, Jordan Addison. Yeah. Uh, injured his ankle trying to run down a defender after an interception. That's why you just stand there when you're an offensive player. You don't try to do stuff. <laughs> George, was, it, was that George Pickens or was that uh, Deontay Johnson? Oh, no, Pickens got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> a little easy prick. Since 2017, 53% of NFL receivers have missed at least one game with an inversion ankle sprain. That's that's the uh, low ankle. Inversion ankle. Right? Is that what it is? Low ankle. I've never heard that before. The inversion ankle Yeah, sprain. wow. Another injured Viking is TJ Hawkinson, who's <laughs> done for the rest of this yeah, year. He's, and not, he's not injured. He's most <laughs> of next year, I would assume, right? Yeah. Torn ACL? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know with these new magic surgeries and. Well, that only may, works if may, you, maybe he'll get the Aaron Rodgers treatment and he'll be back in two weeks. Well, no, 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 no let's no, no, because <laughs> God came down and spoke to him and told him he should have this miracle surgery. Mason Rudolph is reportedly <laughs> going to get the start again this weekend for the Steelers, according to head coach Mike Tomlin. <laughs> This would make Rudolph a nice streaming option for the championship week. No. You know? no. <laughs> Assuming those teams with Rudolph are still in the playoffs. Again, if you're starting Mason Rudolph, you're, you're not, not in, in the playoffs. playoffs. <laughs> the Rams have outrightly released Daryl Henderson from their practice squad. Well, he, if they didn't do if they didn't announce it, would anybody even know or care? I thought he was already released. I, I know, right? It's like, oh, Oh, he was on their team still? <laughs> he had been on and off the roster for the last few months, which means now Kyron Williams remain RB1 with Royce Freeman and Ronnie Rivers backing him up. I love how they do that, though. They go, oh, oh since since Henderson has been released, Kyron Williams will remain number one. He was number one already. Was there any chance that Henderson was usurping him as number one? I mean, come on. And now for the story that was fun all weekend, or all week, the Denver Broncos have had enough. And they have had enough just in time to screw up possible fantasy championship hopes for people. And one of those people being Justin Russell. Oh, he had. He's in the he's in the uh, ping pong ball playoffs with you. Oh. So he had to pick up. Uh, Who did he pick up? He picked up 
uh, Easton there, Stick. I gonna say there's lots of guys out there you can pick up. You just got to hope you get the right one. Yeah, you picked up Easton Stick. Okay. Uh, Broncos have announced that Russell Wilson will be benched for the remaining two games of the season, handing the starting job over to Jared Stidham. Oh, Stidham. That should be fun. I guess multiple weeks of public blowups with the coach on the sidelines for everyone to see is going to put an end to your starting quarterback reign <laughs> when you have Sean Payton as your head coach. Yep. The options uh, for the Broncos go like this. If the Broncos release Wilson before March 17th, they will take an $85 million dead cap hit to the Broncos' salary cap in 2024. Mm-hmm. This is worse than the Aaron Rodgers thing. Well, and, and in there, what's not explained in there, too, is that he has to pass a physical yes. in March. Because if they, he doesn't, then he gets all kinds of extra money. Then he gets he gets both years guaranteed. <laughs> so that's that, why they're not playing. That's him. why they're not playing him. They do not want him to get hurt in the last two games or fake hurt yeah. in the last two games. And yeah. The second thing is, if they release him after June first, they would get a thirty-five million dollar cap hit in twenty twenty-four, and a fifty million dollar cap hit in twenty twenty-five. So, which one do you take? Right? Do you do you suck it all up on at once, or do you draw it out over two years? I think it depends on where you end up drafting, and if there's any chance that you can get like um, Jaden, uh, what's his name, the Heisman guy, Jaden Daniels, Jaden Daniels. Like if, if he would slide down into your slot, then maybe you 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 try to get him take it all at once, yeah, and then get it over with. But now the thing is. Um, the hell was I just going to say? Jaden Daniels. No. Um, Denver Broncos. Yeah, couldn't have been important. Okay, there you go. It'll pop in in two seconds after we start talking about something else. And then would they even bother trying to trade Russell Wilson? There's nobody going to want. I mean, who's going to trade for him? Well, yeah, who's going to give him? They know he, they know he, they're going to cut him. Got so him, yeah. yeah. You're, you're, it's it's the Arizona Cardinals ploy of Kyler Murray. Uh, we're going to draft Kyler Murray. Oh yeah, then we're going to try to trade the quarterback that was our start. It's like, are you stupid? Uh, uh, Josh Rosen. Yeah, he's with the Rams now, right? Or I don't even know. He flew around. He went from yeah. to Miami. He yeah. was. I really liked him. Yeah, every, everybody was. Oh yeah, I was can, wrong about that too. We can resurrect him. We can resurrect him. We can. Uh, apparently yeah, not. Apparently not. Yeah. And speaking of quarterbacks getting benched, the Giants will be putting Tommy Cutlets on the bench in <laughs> favor of Tyrod Taylor. Oh, he got over his needle. <laughs> so this isn't as big of a move as Russell Wilson uh, when it comes to, to fantasy football, but it does kind of show that the whole Tommy DeVito's Goodfellas shtick and yeah. and his whole Father Guido Sarducci agent <laughs> was nothing more than a, the comedy show for the NFL this week. Yeah. I... I I watched that and I'm like, this this can't be serious. They they well, can't be serious about this. It, but it's sad that this guy came to prominence against the Packers defense. Oh, and then you know it's like, well, no, he played the week before, right? And but that not, was the but, start, not, not very good. good. No, yeah. But then week after week, it's like the Packers play somebody. You're like, oh, good, they're starting this guy, and then he destroys them. And you're yeah. like, uh, was um, Baker Mayfield. Tommy Cutlets, yeah. um, not Kyler Murray, um, Young, Bryce Young. Yes. It's like. They all look like all pros. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, new career highs. Oh, shocker. And and that, you know what that means? But, but The guy that's going to look like an all pro this week. Right. Minnesota quarterback starting for the Vikings this week, Jaron Hall. But but at least, at least the Packers punished 
um, Jair Alexander for running out on the field and acting like a uh, captain. Yeah. But <laughs> but they didn't hold his defensive coach. Uh, uh, yeah. How? Well, first of all, how does how does the head coach not notice that? Who's the? Why are there four guys out there? Oh, exactly. I'm so I'm so I'm. And why I, did they just sit him for like the first quarter of that game? I I like Lafleur. I, I like him, but I'm I'm so over the oh it's all my fault. Oh we got to do better. Yeah. D- don't tell us you got to yeah, do, do better. Just do better. Yeah. Do your job. Do, yeah. I mean, when, when your head when your your defensive coordinator cannot coordinate against the worst offenses in the league. Yeah. It's time to get rid of him. Well, yeah, L- and, look and at his doing record. better is getting rid of him, not, yes. oh, we're going to wait till the end of the season. No, t- find somebody. Um, the Raiders got rid of their head coach, put a guy in. Yeah. Their defense is suddenly fantastic. Yeah. Oh, well, gosh. Yeah. yeah, firing a guy in the midseason doesn't do any good. Bullshit. <laughs> and like I said, uh, you know, when, when you have two quarterbacks, that means you don't have one. So yes. the Nick Mullins, Jaron Hall experiment. Oh, don't throw in the alopecia. Oh yeah, well, yeah. He's the possibility that he's going to be back this week too. Yeah, like, okay. The the pastronaut, yes. Joshua Dobbs. Oh my God. Uh, one more quarterback change that the, has fantasy impact for the future is uh, Jacoby Brissett getting the start over Sam Howell in Washington. That's right. Now this move pretty much guarantees that Sam Howell is not going to be the starting quarterback for Washington next year. Yeah. If he was going to be the future for Washington, they wouldn't have benched him the last two weeks. You know, for a not very good veteran. Yeah. When the team is not going to make the playoffs, they would have let him finish out the season. Maybe they think he's got the um um it's not Tim Couch, it's um the other David. Is it David? David Carr. David Carr. Yeah. Um yeah. Not maybe, Derek Carr. Maybe he got the David Carr disease and like he's he's shell shocked from all the sacks. Yeah. Just getting hit every every play, every game. It's like okay. You know, and see what he can do next year with an offensive line. You know, you can start five guys on that offensive line, I heard. It's it's a new rule. Not every team has caught on to it yet. <laughs> oh, Washington. Uh, let's see. Jacoby Brissett may just miss the game, although this weekend with a hamstring injury. Oh, for God's sakes. Uh, Commanders head coach Ron Rivera told reporters on Friday that. <laughs> how, how bad are you as an organization? You're like, yeah, we're benching our starting quarterback. We're putting this new guy in. Well, except unless he's hurt, and then we can't. Well, play apparently him. he got hurt Thursday. He was reporting tightness uh, Thursday, which required treatment. <laughs> so they're going to monitor him over the next forty-eight hours, which would have been Friday today. Well, can't they do the Deshaun Watson? Put him in a <laughs> hyperbaric chamber and make him magically okay? I mean, come on. Uh, Houston quarterback C.J. Stroud has been cleared from concussion protocol and returned to the practice field this past Thursday. He will be back as a signal caller this weekend for your championship game in fantasy football if you have him, right? Uh, I don't know. Would you, would you play him, though? If you had I him, know. would would you stick him in and, like, Depends who off? else I have. Who are they playing? They're playing um, Houston, right? Well, he is Houston. No, I mean, um, they're playing Tennessee, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah, Tennessee's not a great defense, so. QB2 numbers uh, with, with some upside? Yeah. Yeah? Well, I mean, he's, the problem is they don't have any wide receivers. Other receivers yeah, all they have is what Nico Collins, right? Yeah, and a tight end. Yeah, and a running back, maybe. Uh, running back kind of iffy though. Uh, which takes us to our must starts and don't bothers for this week. Now we're all going to put Russell Wilson on the don't bother. 
for quarterbacks, right? Oh, well, I guess we can agree to that. Okay. That's not a bold prediction. Yeah, no. that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's not bold in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> we'll start with the must-starts. My first guy, Baker Mayfield. He's been a surprise for you all season. What better way to win a championship than with a guy no one thought would still be starting at this point in the season? Baker should stay hot against the Saints secondary that has fallen apart at the end of the year. Mayfield has scored 85 points in the past three games. That's not bad. Not bad. Your first must start. Well, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna reluctantly... I'm Okay, I'm, I'm going to preface everything that I'm saying today by saying this. I'm not going anywhere near all the obvious guys. If you got Josh Allen, if you got Lamar Jackson, if you got uh, Patrick Mahomes, you're starting these guys because they got you where you are. Yeah. You're not an old matchup. I don't know. I'm worried. You know, you, you play your studs. Right. I'm giving you guys that if you happen to have uh, a Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson on your roster, can't play anymore. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys that you could maybe pick up. Oh, there you go. And um, use in their stead. So my first guy is going to be Derek Carr. Oh, I like Derek Carr too. He's thrown six touchdowns over the past two weeks and has performed better on the road this season. Tampa Bay has yielded the fifth fewest fantasy points to running backs, but the ninth most to quarterbacks this season. Yeah. If you got to go with a Derek Carr, go with a Derek Carr. Uh, three quarterbacks in, in a row have scored at least 22 fantasy points against Tampa Bay. There you go. And in the last two games, Carr has combined for 57 fantasy points. So that's not a bad pick. Yeah. Like your, other, your other must start. Okay, I'm going to go Kyler Murray. We're having the same conversation. He got off to a, a slow start, 6.3 yards per uh, attempt since returning from his knee surgery, but has finished as a top 12 quarterback in three of his past five weeks anyway. He put up 20-plus fantasy points on the road against a tough Bears defense last week and gets an easier matchup hard to believe this, in Philadelphia on Sunday. The Eagles have allowed the second most passing touchdowns, 31, and the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. Wow. Grab yourself a Kyler Murray. All right. And I am going to go, I know we just talked about, do you take a chance, but uh, C.J. Stroud. Me. I'm going to go C.J. Stroud. I like him. I, you don't want to forget how how reliable he was before his concussion. Yeah. I mean, he was he was Mister Automatic, and we're, yeah. all, we're all going like, "When's the slipper when, gonna when, fall off? When's the Ohio State thing gonna show up?" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he holds the record for most points scored by a quarterback in in, in a game this year. Oh, so he has a great chance at, at achieving that again this week. Even though, like we said, he only does have really one receiver and a, and a tight end to throw to. So, your any more must starts for you? Well, I'm going to give you my start of the week. Oh. This is my start of the week. Okay. If you can do this guy, because he had a horrible start to the season, people may have thrown him to the side, but Matthew Stafford has averaged 21.8 fantasy points per game in his last five games with 14 touchdowns in that span. That's almost three a game. He has logged multiple touchdowns and at least 18.5 fantasy points in each of those games. So... If you can get a Matthew Stafford, and then I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give you just the 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 rundown. We did the Kyler Murray, the Derek Carr, the C.J. Stroud, the Matt Stafford, the Baker Mayfield. Bottom of the barrel, if you need a guy, yeah, Justin Fields, Tyrod Taylor, <laughs> Tyrod, 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 Tyrod. 
Apparently his mother came on and said his name's Tyrod. Oh, uh, well, you know. He's, he's been in the league for how long, well, and it's been Tyrod. Mom ought to know. Oh, my God. Uh, maybe, maybe they did a, uh, what is that, something in me, where you do your ancestry. 23 and me? 23 and me and did their ancestry thing and find out that's how they pronounced it back then. Okay. Uh, we go to the Don't Bothers. Now, I was going to have uh, Trevor Lawrence's Don't Bother, but that's kind of obvious now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, it seems yeah, kind of obvious. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have one. That's going to be Gardner Minshew. Oh. Last week, he finished with just nine fantasy points. This week, he gets the Raiders, who made uh, Kermit Mahomes look about as bad as he has ever been on an NFL field. Since week 13, Vegas has given up the sixth fewest passing yards in the NFL. That's not bad. Yeah. So I, I'm going to say, unless you absolutely have to, Gardner Minshew should should sit down. Okay. And your guys. Okay. My my sit of the week yes. is Tua Taga Availoa. Okay. Really wrong. Uh, oh, tag. Taga Availoa. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Uh uh, I'll, never, I'll never be good at that. Uh, he's banged yeah, I up. I thought you were doing it on purpose. No, well, I was trying to do it phonetically, and I still screwed it up. I have no <laughs> idea who that is. Uh, okay, so he's banged up with his um, offensive line. Yes. Raheem Moser, as we mentioned, uh, Devon Achan, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddles out for Sunday, and they're playing the Ravens, who are allowing the second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks and an NFL low in yards per average, 5.8, and TD passes at 15. So if you can do anybody else but Tua, do it. Yes. Um, the other guys that are on my list that you should sit if you can, we have Trevor Lawrence, as we mentioned, Patrick Mahomes, Jake Browning, and Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Yeah. Jake Browning. Yep. I'm telling you, they, 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 uh, Browning's had a little bit of a hot spurt there, but it's like, yeah. it's a championship game, boys. Exactly. Find something you can count on. Exactly. Which means it's time to move to the must-starts at running back. And my first guy is one of Wayne's favorites. Uh-oh. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, he's actually on my list. Too. Is he really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a, a, along with my other favorite. <laughs> Edwards, uh, with Pacheco likely missing another game this week, uh, Edwards-Hilaire is going to get, get the start. Bengals have lost their key run stopper against and against Minnesota. Uh, they lost him, leaving Ty Chandler to put up 25 fantasy points. And then Najee Harris and Jalen Warren combined for 25 fantasy points the following week. Edwards Elaire has an opportunity for a standout performance because, well, he doesn't play much. Yeah. So he's fresh. Yes, he's fresh. <laughs> he, he should be considered a must start in all league types this week. Is he the Fresh Prince? <laughs> the Fresh Prince of Hilaire? Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Your guy. Uh, well, I okay. <laughs> Travis Etienne. Uh, Panthers, Panthers have allowed the third fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks, but the fourth most to running backs this season. So obviously, if you have Etienne, you got to play. Yeah. Even though you can't stand him, I, he's as useless as Ceh. He's going to wind up. He's going to wind up in the same career path next year. He'll be replaced by somebody else, and we'll never hear from him again. My next guy, Aaron Jones. He had the best Ooh. game of the season last week. Jones is facing a Vikings defense that has allowed three running backs to score at least fifteen PPR points in the last two games, and Minnesota just lost defensive lineman DJ Wanham to a quadriceps injury this, for the season. 
Uh, Jones has also scored at least 13.3 PPR points in three of his past five games against the Vikings. Hmm. He's worth starting as the number two running back in all leagues. Yep, and Henry's playing him against me, so I'm like, <laughs> that'll, that'll all, be fun. all his matchups are good, and all my matchups suck, so I'm like, okay, well, all right. Yeah, second place. Yeah, right. Um, my next guy is Austin Eckler. Yes, you may have heard of him before, not this year, of course, but you've heard of him in the past. Uh, he saw 19 of 23 opportunities last week during LA's first game without Brandon Staley. He lacks explosion playing through an injury, but Eckler should continue to see high-value touches in a favorable matchup. The Broncos have allowed an NFL-high 5.1 yards per carry and the second-most fantasy points to running backs this season. If you have an Austin Eckler, do not be afraid to play him. Yes, somebody because they don't have a quarterback. Yeah, they they kind of have to move the ball somehow. And finally for me, Jonathan Taylor. Hmm. He returned from a three-game absence last week, and he played 59% of the Colts' offensive snaps, putting up 18 carries and one target in the passing game. He'll be the focal point of the game plan against the Raiders this week. Uh, and they have, uh, Vegas has been better against the run with Antonio Pierce at the helm. But on the year, the Raiders have allowed the ninth most rushing yards to backs and the 11th most fantasy points per game to running backs. Your final must start. Okay. Doing it anyway. Okay. Ty Chandler. Oh, boy. Didn't see much work last week in a tough matchup, but dominated the snaps while the returning Alexander Madison saw just 8% of them. Minnesota is likely to focus on the running game more this week with the fifth-round rookie Jaron Hall making his second career start. TJ Hawkinson's out. Uh, Jordan Addison's banged up and likely out. The Packers rank second-worst in run defense DVOA over the last five weeks. Yes, the Joe Barry curtain call, as we like to call it. (laughs) The turnstile. Yeah, Jesus. And just just so we have, I mean, if if you're still digging deep for guys, Najee Harris, Javonta Williams, Kenneth Walker, all guys that are on the edge but should be in the play, play realm. All right. Don't bother time. My first guy, Khalil Herbert. Mm. And much like the rest of the team, the Bears uh, running backs have been, what's the word, unpredictable this yeah. year? Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, let's see, we're not really sure. Well, Foreman should be the best guy this week. Oh, no, let's make it Khalil Herbert. Oh, no, let's make it Johnson. Oh, yeah. God. Well, like I said, you know, heading to week 16, Herbert was no longer the top back in Chicago. Right. Then he went off for 112 yards and a touchdown against terrible Arizona defense. And this week he goes against the Falcons who have allowed just one rushing touchdown to running backs and the third fewest points per game. Don't chase last week's points. No. Stay away from everyone in the Bears backfield. Jim Jam put this in your knowledge bucket. That's right. Don't chase last week's points. <laughs> your first don't bother? Uh, my first don't bother is Gus Edwards. Ooh. I don't know who how many guys watched the game last week. They kicked the crap out, out of, of San Frisco. Francisco. Yeah. And when they were running the ball, it wasn't Gus Edwards it was getting the ball. Just as Hill. Yes, it was. He saw just forty-three percent of the snaps last week and lost thirteen of twenty-three running back opportunities to Justice Hill. So Edwards' managers are banking on another short score, which is tough to do. Yeah. Uh, Miami has had a, especially with Lamar Jackson behind center, because he's always running the ball. Miami has a good run defense and has yielded the seventh fewest fantasy points of running backs this season. I'd park the bus if I were you. Yeah. 
And my final guy for don't bother at running back, Derrick Henry. Now, it, it's sad to say, but it looks like the years of hard running is mm. uh, finally catching up with King Henry. Yeah. He already faced his Texans runs deep run defense once in week 15 at home, and Houston shut him down. Oh. 16 carries for nine yards. Ouch. And four catches for one yard on four targets. Yeah, because he's such a he's such a magnet receiver. receiver. Out of the yeah, yeah. The Texans haven't allowed a running back to rush for more than fifty six yards in their past five games, including meetings with Travis Etienne, Javante Williams, Brees Henry or Brees Hall, um, Derrick Henry, like we said, and Jerome Ford. So, um, keep King Henry on your bench this week. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my my sit of the week. Okay, Tony Pollard. Oh. He has not been what he was purported to be at the beginning of the year. No, but everybody knew that. I mean, we were talking about that at the beginning of the season. Well, not all the pundits didn't know that. They he, all seemed to think that Tony Pollard was going to be the next coming. And Even in college, he had never been yeah. a workhorse running back. Right. That's like, well. So you got Tony Pollard. You got Antonio Gibson, who's filling in for two injured guys in Washington. Yeah. But he's he's not a starting running back. He just never has been. Uh, you got AJ Dillon with the Packers. Got a club on his hand. Yeah, I think Lafleur might know who Aaron Jones is now. He might. I mean, he only guy to rush for a hundred yards this year for the Packers. He might know who he is. He might use him. This is my only hope with Henry is that that Lafleur forgets that they have a running back again, and you know, that's the only chance I got. And I also Devon Achan. Yeah. Um, Tough matchup against uh, the Baltimore. Yes. They so they're playing tough matchup against Baltimore. Baltimore stuffed uh, the Niners. So I'd be a little worried. Yeah. We move to the wide receivers. My first must start, Rasheed Rice. Hmm. And despite his terrible point performance from last week, Rice still had his highest target total against Las Vegas with 12. The fact that he couldn't catch him, well, that's, <laughs> that's the problem with the Chiefs offense this year. He is that, that might be might be part of the training. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So he's had at least nine targets in five <laughs> games in a row, which is pretty good. Mm. He should have a great game this week against the Bengals, who have uh, been torn up by wide receivers lately. Rice could have his best game of the year this weekend. Mm. Your guy. Well, I am going to go with uh, Mr. Brandon Cooks. Okay. Uh, he's averaging sixty-seven point two receiving yards. With four touchdowns over six home games a season. He's averaging just 19.4 receiving yards over eight games on the road. You can kind of see the difference. Um, plus, that means Dak Prescott's good at home or not good on the road. So, right. uh, The Lions are a passing funnel defense, allowing the fewest fantasy points of running backs, but the sixth most wide receivers this season. The Cowboys have a 29-point implied team total, so good shot for him to get a touchdown and get some yardage. All right. I'm going to go with Romeo Dobbs. Ooh. So the question with Green Bay each week is, and I don't know if anybody's paid attention to this, but <laughs> who's healthy at the skill positions this week? Yes. Well. <laughs> Let's just spin the wheel and see, Johnny. <laughs> well, Dobbs stepped up with all the injuries and uh, caught four passes for 79 yards and a touchdown on five targets against the Panthers. He should see a spike in targets at your wide, as your wide receiver three in fantasy championship games this week. Don't forget, Minnesota is also number eight. And most fantasy fantasy points allowed to opposing receivers. Mm. Your next guy. Okay, I'm going to go with Nico Collins. Not only is he getting Mr. C.J. Stroud back, he's one of the only healthy receivers on the team, so 
They got to throw it somewhere. Uh, Collins is averaging a whopping 103.3 receiving yards and has scored all seven of his touchdowns at home this year. Wow. And his target rate jumps with Tank Dell off the field. Uh, Noah Brown continues to be limited by his knee injury, as we mentioned. Uh, the Titans have allowed the f- most fantasy points to Collins' primary side. He's the left wide receiver this season. Okay. So if you got him, stick him in. And my final guy is Rashid Shahid. Ah. Now he's worth using as a number three fantasy receiver against Tampa in week 17 in most of your leagues this year. Uh, he's coming off a solid game in week 16 at the Rams with five catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. I'm putting him in my lineup right now. On nine targets. Are you really? I'm gonna, you have him? I'm going to put, yeah. Really? And in, in the play, playing Henry, I'm going to put Shahid in my lineup. Okay. Yeah. So this game should be a shootout with Derek Carr looking to, to Shahid quite often in the rematch. Yeah. All right, your last guy. You convinced me. Okay. I'm going to go DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins should benefit from their likely return. Again, we're hoping our cross press on our fingers of Will Levis. Uh, And he gets a Texans defense allowing the third most scheduled adjusted fantasy points to wide receivers over the last five weeks. Hopkins has the second most air yards in the league. In the league, not just on his team. And is a strong start this week against the pass funnel Houston defense that's stingy against the run. I like Mr. Right. Hopkins. Which takes us to our don't bothers. My first guy, Drake London. Oh, my, my first guy. Too. <laughs> serious? Yeah. He was, it was all on London last week. And, and what did he do? He flopped. Matter with fact, just, I, I'm benching Drake London. I'm going to play Rashid, Rashid Shahid. Shahid. There you go. He had just three catches for 39 yards on four targets. This week, the Falcons are on the road where London is averaging just 7.4 points per game Ugh. in uh, seven games away from Atlanta. And he's combined combined for 6.2 PPR points in the past two road games uh, at the Jets in Week 13 and at Carolina in Week 15. And is Heineke quarterbacking the Atlanta? Okay. London also hasn't scored a touchdown since Week 4. Get London out of your lineup. Put in a Rashid Shahid. Yes, you should. (laughs) Your guy. Okay, I'm going to start with my sit of the week, Mr. George Pickens. Um. Pittsburgh has gone to Mason Rudolph. Yeah. I think Mason Rudolph has a connection with um, the yeah. running backs. No, with the other wide receiver. Um, oh, um, uh, Deontay Johnson. Johnson, yeah. yeah. And uh, Pickens has kind of shown that he's a douchebag. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit him just on that alone. All right. Which uh, brings me to my bust of the week. That's going to be Calvin Ridley. Oh. There's just too many questions, you know, surrounding Trevor Lawrence, and now we know he's out. Another guy in my starting line. Yep. <sighs> yep. Uh, so he can't be starting Ridley this week. As of Wednesday, we don't know if Lawrence will play. In fact, he's not going to. Who's who's their backup? It's, um, isn't it Jake Browning? No, Jake Browning, Cincinnati. Um, yeah, I don't remember. That'll be one of our banjo things. Oh, there you go. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Um, so that's one strike against Ridley. The Panthers are number four in fewest points, uh, fantasy points allowed to opposing receivers. And I don't think I would even start Ridley in three receiver leagues this week, mm. especially considering Lawrence is out. Your don't bothers? Well, I have, um, I, I had pickups, obviously. I'm going to uh, predict a Gabe Davis meltdown. Um, Buffalo has been doing less down the field passing and more short distance stuff. Uh, it means the tight ends are more involved. The running backs are more involved. Um, 
I don't think Davis gets his his game is predicated on one long pass a, a game for a touchdown, and I don't think he's going to get it this week. So I'd sit Gabe Davis. All right. And that's it for you. Most starts and don't bothers. We can't, you know, we we can't win the games for you. No, it's all up to you. But we'll we'll help you out a little bit. Do what we can. Right. So let's go make some money then. <laughs> Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I gotta warn you, Clark. They don't play the same games here that they do at them regular casinos. All right. So this is the way it works. C.J. Beathard? C.J. Beathard. There you go. Yeah. Back up for Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, it's it's time. You know, gambling has a better thing this week for this year. <laughs> it's not a better thing. <laughs> so much so that... Wayne hasn't had any NFL bets other than his bet of the week since week 14. I just, well, actually, I had, I had week 15. I just forgot to call you in. And then after that, it's like, oh, man. Throw up my hands and go, I don't know. Like I said, the only thing that's going to put us into the plus this year for our betting is going to be my uh, over-under on the wins round-robin parlay. Fingers crossed, man. Oh. Fingers crossed. Well, we're, we're, we'll be good. <laughs> so I, I just have a couple things going this week. Um, I still have my college uh football playoff parlay why are you playing college football i told you not to. well this was last week's bet. oh okay this hasn't come in yet okay I'm, so, I'm gonna i'm gonna give you a, i'm gonna give you a pass on this all one. right okay so before the nfl i have a 10 team six point teaser parlay because why not yeah. <laughs> it's only five dollars five bucks for a chance to win 130 i already got cleveland minus one versus the jets I have Detroit plus 13 versus Dallas. Okay. Atlanta. That's got to be pretty good, right? Atlanta plus nine versus Chicago. Chicago's a wild card, man. I I worry about everything Chicago related. Okay. LA Rams is a pick them versus the Giants. Oh. Twice. Giants aren't good. I know. Rams are playing great. I know, but this is a a six-point teaser. Yeah, but okay. They were were favored by six. Uh, Still, that's a small amount. Miami plus 10 versus Baltimore. Okay. Buffalo minus six versus New England. Okay. New Orleans plus nine versus Tampa. Okay. Tennessee plus nine and a half versus Houston. That might be tough. Uh, yeah. Kansas City minus one versus Cincy. Yeah, should be. And Green Bay plus seven and a half versus Minnesota. I have Green Bay winning all right. Do you? Well, with Jaron Hall and... Well, I have Green Bay winning all right in my five-team underdog oh, money do? line okay. around Robin. Okay. <laughs> Which is uh, Detroit over Dallas, Miami over Baltimore, New Orleans over Tampa, Tennessee over Houston, Green Bay over Minnesota. Yeah, only one I'm not sure on is the Tennessee one. That's the yeah, only Tennessee's going to be a tough one. That's a, yeah. But I don't need all five of them. Is, I just um, need four. Is, um... Or three. Tannehill, the quarterback for Tennessee now? Or? Yeah, they're, they're talking Tannehill, maybe Will Levis. We'll see. Okay, I wasn't, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, and that's it. And then I just have a 10-team money line parlay, that which I just took favorites, but there's no big big enough payoff in that, so it's I know. not worth it. That's why I'm looking at all the angles, and it's like, yeah. you got to work too hard to find a bet. It's like, eh. Yeah. All right, what do you have? I have my bet of the week, which is a eight- pick parlay i have the chicago bears minus two and a half against atlanta 
The under on the Saints versus Buccaneers is under 42. I have the um, Cincinnati Bengals plus 6.5 against the Chiefs. Chiefs have not been able to cover all year, so that means they'll cover on this one. Of um, I have Kyren, Kyren Williams over 88.5 rush yards. I have um, Ty Chandler over 59 rush yards against the Packers. That's a lock. Yeah. Uh, I have... Uh, Justin Jefferson over 77 and a half uh, receiving yards. I know Jaron Hall's throwing them the ball, but he is playing the Packers defense, and uh, they do have to move the ball at some point. Uh, Detroit uh, against the Cowboys, I have Sam Laporta over 50 and a half receiving yards. Um, so that all told is five dollars <laughs> at plus fourteen six thirty four means I'm looking at seven hundred and thirty six seventy. That's his better week, everybody. There you go. Because because the fact that he's beat me already on that isn't good enough for him. I, no, you got you got to try to rub some. <laughs> yeah, rub salt. some rub some dirt in that some bitch. That's right. <laughs> oh crap! I'm still. I'm obviously. I, I was standing there. Because I still had time, <laughs> I'm standing. I'm still debating whether I want to do the um, the college playoff games, right? And I, and I, I, I want yourself like no. Well, I wanted. I, I decided not to at the point, but I still, as I'm driving, I'm still thinking. I'm like, I want to take Alabama on the money line. Yeah, I want to take what, what's the Texas um, Washington? What's the Washington the spread? Yeah, Washington's favorite, aren't they? Uh, no, I, th- oh, I, think, I thought I thought Washington. Hang was. on, I can tell you here. Oops, went way too far. Okay, yeah, don't never let it be said that Dave didn't go too far. It is Washington plus four versus Texas. Texas is favored. I might take I might take Alabama and Washington on the money line. Yeah, oh, that'd be that'd be a nice payoff, right? Yeah, so I might just do that. Well, you know, I can I could fill you in right now on this. Okay, since we're we have nothing but time. Yeah, well, you know. NCAA. So we have Alabama on the money line. We'll get you a plus 106. Okay. Washington plus 148. So if you did a little parlay on that, right? $5 parlay would get you $25.54. I might just do that. There you go. I might just do that. Because it's only money, people. Yeah. Unless plus, plus I've got a ticket for fifteen dollars in my pocket, I got to use it at some point. So <laughs> and it's only gambling if you don't know what you're doing, right? Well, it's pretty clear I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but as we always say, don't bet any more than you can afford to lose because that would not be good. And right now, I'm thirsty and I want to look at some beautiful women. How there about you? you? Go. I'm ready. That's right, people. It's the longest-running episodic segment of this podcast show. Ten years. Episode 36 in the 10th year right here. Or no, 35. Wow. So how many girls would that be? Uh, 36, That's a lot. 36 times. Well, I don't know if we've done what? 36 every year, but. Yeah, it depends on how many. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be at least 360. Yeah. Almost a year's worth of women. One a day? That can't go wrong. I think at some point we're going to have to post them all. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> have a showcase. Oh, my gosh. So uh, this is your chance to learn something about a beautiful woman and, and listen as Wayne tries to guess her measurements. Padley. 
This week's Fantasy Girl, you can find on the website, cffpodcast.com, on the Fantasy Girl page. Her name, Alexis Wren. Okay. Alexis Renee Globach, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. She was born November 23rd. 19- I, 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 see, I see why she went with the, with the show business. Yeah, yeah. 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 1996 in Santa Monica, California. Okay, you ready for all this list of stuff that she is? Okay. She's an American social media personality. Okay. Actress. Yeah. Entrepreneur. Oh. Environmental and mental health activist. Wow. And a model. Well, just just throw that one in. <laughs> she became a social media personality at 15 when photos of her in a black string bikini posing by the pool went viral on Tumblr. At 15, huh? Is is Tumblr it's, still a thing? I don't know. Okay. I've never actually been on Tumblr. Yeah, is that right. a th- I don't know. Uh, she has since appeared in advertisements for the mobile game Final Fantasy 15, A New Empire. She launched, launched an activewear line called Ren Active. In September 2018, it was announced that Ren would compete on season 27 of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, she became... Uh, Kind of short-term romantically involved with her partner, Alan Burston, Burston, which, you know, of course she would. Yeah. You're, you're sexy dancing with them all day, every day. Yeah. They reached the finals and came in fourth place in November 19th, on November 19th, 2018. In her free time, she enjoys ballet. She dated travel influencer and surfer Jay Alvarez from 2015 to 2016. Uh, she confirmed a rom- like I said, romance with her dance partner, Alan Bernstein, from October 2018 to December 2018. So it didn't last long. No. When the show was over, yeah, we're done. Um, She was also in a relationship with actor and model Noah Centino. No idea who that is. Yeah, no idea. So the model and social media f- influencer stands. Has she, has she been in anything that we would recognize? Or? I other than commercials for a, okay. a video game. Uh, yeah, yeah, which I never heard of. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, the model and social media influencer stands five foot eight inches tall. Okay. She weighs 127 pounds. Okay. Wears a size four dress. Okay. Dark brown eyes, brown hair. Her measurements are, and as we know, Wayne starts with the waist. Oh, she was also a uh, in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. That would make sense. Yes. Is that what some of these shots are from? Yeah, the okay. two on the ends. Yeah, I'm like, that looks like SI. SI stuff, yeah. I thought maybe it was AI. I wasn't sure. Um, <laughs> no, SI. Yeah, yeah, different one. Um, okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna say, I, I honestly honestly think it's 23, but I'm going to say 24. Should have stuck with 23. Yeah, I thought it was 23. I'm like, it is yeah. 23. Yeah. Sometimes you're just right, and you're yeah. scared. You're scared to do it. Scared, scared. A little scared there. Um, Chest. Boy, they look. Uh, two look the same, and one looks greatly enhanced. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say thirty-six. Close enough, 35. Ah. She's a 33B. Okay. Which I don't believe. Yeah, right. That's, yeah. Like, <laughs> and in, hips. In, in whose world? <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody, somebody's going like, uh, yeah, I think okay. you're a 30. Yeah, yeah you're a 33B. Yeah, don't worry about it. 
And maybe, maybe that's the size she actually wears. Yes. It's not the size she is. Exactly. <laughs> kind of like in that picture on the right. Yes, exactly. Right. Um, I'm going to say, um, see, the middle one has me confused because it looks a lot thinner there, but they might have shaved a little. Right. So I'm going to stay, I'm going to say 36, probably 35, but I'll say 36. 35 is the correct answer. See, I had the numbers right. 35, 23, 35. And how did how did our guest uh, panelists do? Our guest panelists said, let's see here. Our guest panelist is Dan. By Dan, the way. yeah, likes to do this too. He said 34, 24, 35. So he would add bells on all of them too. Okay. All right. There you go. There you go. So there she is. Alexis Wren, your fantasy girl of the week for this championship week of the of the fantasy football season which means you know what next week is it's going to be our 10th annual fantasy football award show oh i gotta get my tux out of the closet i know get that some bitch like yeah uh, might have to have it taken in or let out (laughs) one of the two i'm not really sure it's gonna be a little a little less um uh, less involved as it has been in the past. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be an audience show this year. Oh, too bad. Because you know we just we love the live audience. We, we didn't have the money in the our, yeah, our wow. gambling was not very good no. for us this year. Yeah, right. So uh, we didn't have the money in the funds to. Oh, and and speaking of gambling, I, I just want to take this opportunity to congratulate you. Uh, it wasn't part of our official game. Uh, oh no! Oh, all you for our, our my hundred dollar bet. But you did have a nice little um, yeah. windfall, as yeah. it were, on the on the betting. If you want to let people know what that was, well, um, it was it was just like a fourteen parlay or some shit like that. I don't even remember anymore. But and, he, and, he, and he's obviously already cashed in the ticket. So. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> why, Absolutely. Why have that later before around. you lose that some bit? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so that that paid for our food at at Monday Night Football last week. Oh, that's or right. Week before, and see well, that that week before. That's how magnanimous he was. He took he took all the guys that normally come out on Monday Night Football, got them all a meal out of out of the winning. So yeah, well, and and I dare say this: if I win my seven hundred dollars, <laughs> I I will reciprocate accordingly. <laughs> Luckily, there's no more Monday Night Football. Oh shoot! <laughs> Darn it! That, oh. That's unfortunate. <laughs> so join us next week for the the tenth annual fantasy football award show. Yes, we'll have your fantasy football MVP. Ooh, I can tell you one guy that's in the running already. Ooh. Aaron Rodgers. He's in the running every year. Uh, we'll have doesn't rookie he, of the doesn't year. Doesn't he have to be able to run to be in? The he run? can run. Oh, okay. She's checking. fine. I'm just checking. Rookie of the year. Uh, wide receiver of the year. Running oh. back of the year. Okay. Quarterback of the year. Okay. Um, I, I will tell you this. I know the quarterback of the year will not be Aaron Rodgers. I know that. No, no, he probably won't be. He might be comeback player of the year. Next year? This year. Because he came back. Uh, Out of schedule. Joe Flacco has sewn up that award. I'm sorry. To tell you, you think you. so? Yep. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Probably. They were a more That might be the Indian NFL, though. Uh this is fantasy. Oh, true, true. Fantasy. When you have a guy who can come back long before he should from an Achilles tear. And there's the key component. Long before he should. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's that good. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see if my, my bold prediction of him <laughs> flaming out next year comes to fruition. Then we'll see. Oh, my God. That's it for the show, people. <laughs> Remember, check out the website, oh. cffpodcast.com. 
Did we fill in the uh, championship bracket? The championship playoff league is full. Okay. Unknown caller. Unknown caller. I thought it was like a bell saying we're full. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, So that's full. We will have the draft on January 10th. Okay. 7 p.m. Central Time. On the website, so oh, uh, can we? As long as as long as we're wrapping things up, yeah. can we give the teams that are in the various championships? So just so people know who we absolutely can who to cheer and boo. Yeah, in fact, we should probably do that as part of our. Yeah, because I want our, I want to boo certain people. So let's just see if they made the championship so I can <laughs> boo them or not. Uh, let's see. Where do I have this? We'll uh, do it this way. Hopefully it goes to the right place, which Dude, it doesn't. No, that would make it too easy. Uh, sun from the beach. Well, while we're doing that, we could do we could do this part here because it's our section where we clean things up. Oh, there you go. We got some cleaning up to do. <laughs> uh, Cheddarhead Fantasy Football League. Your finalists are. Hopefully, this is the right season. Yeah, right, which it right, I was say the right year. Yeah. It, it is. Oh. So we have, in the finals, we have the Senriku Tsunami. Okay. Versus the Tosa Tornados. Good luck to both of them. Brian and Chris. Yep. In the uh, Dynasty League, we have the Chiki Chiki Bang Bang. Whoop, whoop. Versus Robot's Revenge. Yep. So it's, so it's Wayne and Henry. Me and Henry, yep. Right. And Henry's kicking my ass already. So. Is he? Yeah. In the guillotine league, we are down to... We are down to um, Puck the Fackers. Okay. And Team Brit. Okay. A new team versus Justin. Okay. So there you go. Winner and, takes all. That's right. Winner takes it all. And a, a little cleanup. Remember during our little ping pong ball drawing oh yeah yeah yeah. where yeah. i had the first one i had the, the teams all mixed up yes the correct the correct picking order will be if if wayne wins okay so if wayne wins the the ping pong ball tournament it will be first pick manassas asses okay second pick Shopier snappers okay third pick the new team yep okay fourth pick Roswell Violators, fifth pick, Imperial Senate, and sixth pick, me. So you don't want me to win? I don't want you to win yeah, no more. No, okay. no I, I want the Violators to win. Okay, which is likely to happen. Oh, wait, no. I get the sixth pick no matter what. Oh, okay, so it doesn't so matter. So you, you, you go ahead and win okay, that. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> so there it is. That's it for the show, everybody. Remember... Good luck in your uh, fantasy playoffs, and we hope that uh, you um, bring home the hardware. Bring home the hardware. Bring home the money. Whatever it is yeah, that I guess, yeah, the money's more important than the hardware. Whatever it is that you guys play for in your fantasy leagues. But until next week, when we have our our award show, as always, be good. See ya!